Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. In today's piece, the Mesil Sasharm addresses oaths, shvuos, and making them vainly or falsely. Well, falsely, I guess we'll talk about it a little bit later, but making them vainly, we'll, we'll discuss. So what is, what is that supposed to mean? A person might say, I never make a vain oath. I don't even know how to make an oath. <laughs> when was the last time I was brought into a court and they said, make an oath? And I would say, I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, so, and that's true. And the Messiah himself says, it's very uncommon for a person to make these, to swear falsely and to just you know, make, make uh, oaths in vain. It doesn't really happen that often. However, a person still needs to be nucky from them. So I was trying to think in our own lives, assuming that we're not called into a court and you know, we're going to testify falsely or something like that. So where does this come up? And the truth is I came up with two examples which I think, unfortunately, are not as uncommon as we like to think. Well, there's, I guess there's a third. The, the third that I just thought of is there are people who do have a habit, maybe because of their upbringing, whatever it is, that they say, I swear, you know, I swear, da 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 Now, is that truly have the halachic aspect of an oath? You're not using Hashem's name? Uh, that's a good question for a posik, but it's still a person should be super careful with their words, especially you're saying the words, I swear. So a person should be very careful with that. But two other areas, I'll tell you a story. I remember a bunch of years ago when I was in yeshiva, there was a fellow there, and as many of us in yeshiva did, when we were trying to work on a particular area, so we would write down what we called Kabbalahs. Kabbalah is meaning, uh, um, I'm trying to work on this area, that I'm going to get up early for Shachris, so I'm not going to get angry, or I'm, I'm going to give more tzedakah, or whatever it may be. And in order to augment those Kabbalahs, those goals, we would create these Kabbalahs that, oh, okay, if I don't get up, you know, if I don't come to Shachar's 10 minutes early, I have to give a dollar to Tzedakah. Or, or if I do get up 10 minutes early, I'm going to get an ice cream. Whatever these sort of things may be. A fellow had the following Shiloh. They wrote down their Kabbalahs, whatever it may be, five different things. I'm going to give up money to Tzedakah, whatever it may be. Okay. And these were going as things often go, uh, that a lot of times, and it's just important to know, that when a person takes on Kabbalahs, th- there's a lot of guesswork in the beginning. You know, you're working on yourself and, you, and you're trying to hit the right point, and, and sometimes you realize I took on too much, or I took on too little, or I should really change it, I should really do it like this, I should do it like that, because this is not working with my schedule, my personality, and whatever it may be. So a lot of tweaking has to happen. And if a person doesn't tweak it properly, the whole thing falls apart. And that's what was happening to this fellow. The whole thing was just falling apart. And now if he followed the Kabbalah to the end, he would end up having to give, I'm making up a number, but like $5,000 to Tzedakah. Because it was, uh, let's pretend it was five day, $5 a day for missing uh, you know, a minion, and he was missing a minion every single day. So of course he should be going to the minion, but it was just, it was, it was getting way too much to handle. So he asked me, he said, so he said, normally the normal universe, what I would do is I would drop the Kabbalah and take on something else or, or change it or tweak it. But he said, I didn't write and I didn't say Blineder, right? So does this have a force of a promise? What should I do? So I brought the Shiloh to a posek, and I spoke to a, a couple of Rabbanim. But one posek said, and he didn't want to give me a, a, an answer, but he said, this is, might not be a Neder. This might be worse than a Neder. This might be a Shavua. And if it's a Shavua, you're stuck. <laughs> I can't help you out with this. You know, it's a Shavua. So I was thinking in our own lives, sometimes we might write something down for whatever reason. We're writing down, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. I don't mean that we're writing a, a shopping list and I must get everything on the list. You know, that we're accepting upon ourselves a certain, a certain uh, whatever it may be. A person has to be careful, again, according to at least one, one person I spoke to, that this might have the weight of a Shavua. That's one aspect. Another case, it's not exactly a shvuah, but it is using Hashem's name in vain, which I think is unfortunately very common. The Gemara Bracha says, basically, 
This is a violation of which is saying a bracha levatala. In other words, saying the wrong bracha on something, or saying a bracha when you didn't need it because you already made the bracha, so you forgot, you say it again, or, or mumbling the bracha, so you're saying Hashem's name, but you're not saying the bracha properly. Instances like that, where a person is saying Hashem's name, but not using it properly, we're basically saying Hashem's name in vain. And it could be a very scary thing, especially because in general, I, I hope I'm not uh, insulting anyone, but I think speaking for myself as well very often brachas just kind of come out right you know blah 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 it just comes out and if like you get interrupted you get distracted or, or you're not thinking you already said the bracha or you, or you messed up in the middle of it or, or, or you didn't make the right bracha because you just didn't think it through that that's, could be a very scary thing saying Hashem's name in vain so I think those are perhaps two practical areas that we could think about when we're working on this particular area in the Masil Sisharm. have an amazing day you have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik if you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.